Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. You're listening to Rabot & Co. here on ESPN 680 and 105.7. Now, here's Louis Rabot. All right, welcome in to the show with upbeat music to start so that you can wake up after listening to Blanket Baker for three hours. I'm kidding, Blank. It's Rabot & Co. here ESPN 680, 105.7 alongside Zach Cantrell and Mark Ennis. How about that? It's a Tuesday. I'm Louis Rabot at Radio Louis on Twitter. You can find the station at ESPN 680. Mark's at Mark Ennis on Twitter. And you can find your boy ZC as well uh, out there. Help us all. Grow those numbers, except for Mark, who can bleep up. Mark, how are you? Good morning. I'm doing great. It's good to be back in here with you. The snow is melting. I feel a yeah. little better. Yeah, I hear you, man. It was a, it was a thing. We, we, we got to those temps where you walk outside and it's 40 and it feels like it's 60. Yeah, that's right. That's what today yep. is. Yep. So I'll probably have a cigar. How about that? <laughs> like you need an excuse for that. Sit outside and enjoy that. That's exactly right. Hey, I wanted to open the show with an apology to the folks that hang out with this show for what happened yesterday. And that was, I did not know that we needed to run an update on our text line. And I did not update the text line during the show. And I was terrified that we got like three texts the whole show. And I missed a solid 150 texts. And I'm very sorry. How'd that happen? Because I tell, well, it's the browser. Literally Ah, just the browser on this computer. I tell people the co and Rabo and co is them. And then I don't read the text line. It does not make me feel good. I felt bad about it all day yesterday. So I wanted to open with that. Move that out of the way. Please text in 437-9680 on our UPS jobs text line. Mark Ennis in with us as he is every Tuesday. I like to ask this of some of our guests once in a while, Mark. If you were opening a national show today. I've heard what you today, asked Cam Drummond, so I'm real nervous right now. You mean Ben Roberts? Um, or him. <laughs> are you guys doing January Harry at your house? I don't know what this means, but if it's hair related, no. I mean, you, to be fair, you and me in January in a while. It's right. Been a minute. Yeah, right. <laughs> January Harry is, is like a no shave November, but they made another month of it. At some point, women are just going to stop removing hair from the I thought it was dry the January. There's also that. Are those related? No. No, the answer is no. I'm not doing it. Okay. <laughs> After all, the, no, but all if those you were, questions. If no. you were opening a national show today, this is what I like to ask people. What would you open the show with today? What is the national topic you would open with? I would call Kate, Caitlin Clark a bum. What would you <laughs> You would call Caitlin Clark a bum? She's a, a liar and a bum, yes. Wow. Yeah, she's a liar and a bum. She did flop. Oh, yeah. And then she said she got, did you hear that quote? I mean, she essentially said she was in a car accident walking across the car wall. Yeah, I, mean, I did. She, that's she sold bad. that a little bit. Well, you know, here's what I think happened, by the way. I think try to draw a charge on a, uh, a court well, storm. <laughs> I think I think she saw an opportunity to get a little attention and went for it. Okay. She falls. She goes out. The Ohio State AD goes over and does the right thing. Hey, I'm so sorry. This is not, you know, our standard here at the Ohio State University. And then she goes to the press conference and she's like, yeah. <laughs> these animals 
they're just bowling me over and they're like, oh, oh, is that right, B? Is that right? And then they just release the video from the shot clock. And they don't say anything. There's no big press release. There's no, hey, she's a liar. They just put it out there. They don't have to say anything. They just put out the other camera angle. And they're like, oh, what's that? What's that? And you know who loved that moment? Well, let's wait for the body cam footage guy. That's who loved that video. How about that? We have seen. Multiple, I made it political for no reason. How about that? Very well done. <laughs> if we're going to do this, we might as well do it all the way. All right? the way. Let's go. <laughs> oh, man. A couple of guys texting and saying, hey, man, I think you saw my text yesterday. It, it was a weird day on the text line. I, it was a weird day on the text line. So, yes, just wanted to open with that. But um, people wanted to know, Louie and Mangus, was there any action on the side of the Bucks lions game? No, you and I were stunningly cordial to one another during that game. Well, both of us have a lifetime of trained (laughs) um, cynicism towards our own Cynicism's a good word. I never entertained the idea of the Bucs winning that game, even if it meant the Lions winning that game, which I I also didn't really entertain. (laughs) Like, I just knew the Bucs were going to lose, so I didn't want to trash talk uh, too terribly much, and I was going to be... uh, I was dreading the um, the degree of emotional investment I would have mm. felt the next week had they somehow found a way to win that game. Oh, I'm already... Zach knows. He's watching me. Like, every day I come in and I'm like, hey, did you hear this guy? Disrespecting the Lions? <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell am I? You're going Before the season, I placed it under, under bed this. on the wins. I remember. And now I'm mad at people disrespecting the Lions. Who the hell am I? Go get on Greenberg for that. <laughs> That was yeah. a terrible statement. Knuckles Greenberg called the AFC game, the varsity game, and the NFC game, the JV game. Ouch. And all I could say, all I said to Zach was, did Greenberg, like me, by the way, have the Packers covering in San Francisco last week then? Because I did. Everyone kind of looked at me like, win. okay. I well, thought Green Bay was going to win. But I have Detroit in the Super Bowl, for what it's worth. Once the playoff oh, bracket was announced okay. a couple of weeks ago in the show, I said I thought it would be back I told Zach, Detroit. I told Zach they go to San Francisco this weekend. I think they got a 30% chance to win. I think they play that t- game 10 times. They win three of them. And by the way, that's a lot. That is a lot of chance for them to win that game. Look, St. Brown gets open a couple times. Jameer Gibbs has a couple breakaways. I mean, like, it's not, this isn't some ridiculous formula for the Lions to go win that game. Well, do you see San Francisco's secondary? There were a lot of wide open dudes for the Packers. That could very easily be St. Brown or Laporta. The, the 49ers you, struggle covering tight ends. If you give golf time right now, he doesn't miss. That's you right. watch that game. He does it. I was describing to Zach his whatever his body language is when he has time. He stands straight up. He throws the ball like the Statue of Freaking Liberty. It's going to be completed. Period. Conversation yeah. over. How far downfield is the only variable? So I I don't know. I think San Francisco is clearly better. They feel like the Michigan of the CFP of this playoffs. The most polished team. But I, I, think, I that, think that's Baltimore. I know you do, too. I think all-around team, I think San Francisco's better. I think Lamar's way better than Brock Purdy. But I think the Ravens have the best defense by a mile over everybody uh, in these playoffs. I think the Chiefs have the right defense for their team, but I think the Ravens have the best overall defense Mm. uh, in the playoffs. And I, I think offensive line, quarterback, wide receiver, they're so much better than they've been at any other time. Lamar's never had this group. Oh, I agree with that. Uh, And I, I, I cannot wait for both of these games. I think it's going to be fantastic because either Lamar's going to break through or Patrick Mahomes is entering into like yes. the, the era of utter inevitability. Goat like status. It doesn't matter what you do, this guy is going to yep. be there. And if the Ravens get there, they're going to be heavily, not heavily favored, but they beat the Lions 38-6 and they beat the 49ers 36-22 and it wasn't that close. It if Baltimore wins this game, what, Lamar's 19-1 and against the NFC? 
This God, might be a Lord. Super Bowl. What are they, if nine they, and a half point favorites in the Super Bowl? Yeah, uh, they, I don't think they would be that I much, think they would be like four five. point favorites over the, in the if Super Bowl. If they're playing Bowl. Detroit, I think it would be like six seven, and a half. six yeah. and a half. If it's San Francisco, yeah. like four and a half, maybe three. Texture, you were born to be Li- uh, Lions Louie. <laughs> That's right. Is that what happens when you're born at St. John's Hospital? I didn't even know that. See, they, like, you learn stuff on this show. How about that? Um, Texture, how mad is Jerry Jones that Embiid scored 70 points in the court? The Cowboys can't be the lead on first take. That's a great text. That's oh, extremely man. funny. It's a, it's a good text. By the way, By we the talked way, about that. Super fun night in the NBA last night. Yes. Town scored 62, and they lost. Dude, it's, I, it's why I brought it up the other day when Jokic played against Embiid. We we do this, and I have it on the show sheet today. I, I even have forgotten the sh- the story. Novak Djokovic, like great sports happen while you are watching them, but you want to lean on the guys who played before as being better than the guys you're watching now. It's just because your memories are what they are, right? And and so, yeah, a guy like Embiid right now is playing that position as well as I mean, it's just it, it's it's fantastic to watch. Yeah, I mean, and, and KAT was one of those guys too. There you go. Man, oh man. I hope people are watching I think at Carl, least a little bit. Keep it I up. think of Carl Anthony Towns as the ultimate uh, embodiment of a big man who resents being a big man. <laughs> right. You know, a guy that, that just by nature of his height and size ought can most help his team by embracing defense and rebounding in the physical part. And he just really wants to shoot a lot of threes, man. He would yeah. give anything to shoot a lot of threes. And that's what he does. And there, there's a whole generation of those big guys. As soon as he yeah. took the lid off and let big guys start shooting threes, that's all they want. That's all they want to do. There you go. Mark Ennison in with me, his usual spot uh, at 10 o'clock on Tuesday. Uh, we will have John Sherva. He's the uh, horse racing writer for the Los Angeles Times. We will have him in. My only ever newspaper editor, and if I have my way, my only ever going forward as well. Uh, newspaper editor was John Sherva. He does the uh, horse racing coverage out there in Los Angeles. We'll have him on now that Baffert has dropped his appeal of the Medina Spirit uh, decision. If Dan were still doing the show, we would do two hours on this, and Brad Cox would already be on the phone. So... <laughs> Because he hasn't for gotten the, a, he has not gotten a check for the Derby yet for the uninitiated like one point six million dollars Brad Cox has not gotten a check for that Derby because of the disqualification the, yes wow <laughs> people are just sitting on my I, 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 I want to be really it's clear been tied up correct okay because it's in the legal system so end? Churchill's not doing something wrong I want to be like yeah. abundantly clear right. about that but like Brad Cox is like can you imagine being that ownership group <laughs> not being able to enjoy my God. having a winner right. Well, remember, the purses feed people like that to stay in the game. Yeah, I mean, a million-dollar score in horse racing is unbelievable. I mean, it just is. I mean, you can breed a great horse. Great. G-R-E-A-T, great for 50 grand. That's 20 of those. That's that's a lot of really good runners. So the idea that this is being held up for those reasons, jockeys haven't been paid. Um, you know, the, obviously, Brad Cox has not been paid. This kind of stuff. You win a freaking Kentucky Derby, and you don't have a check yet, and it's been two years. Oh, man, I can't. Almost three. Was yeah. this seen as frivolous by most people? <sighs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I... I Insiders. I, mean, I get know. it more than I think the average person does because it was... Essentially, they were trying to get off on a technicality. Okay. But I think that's why you hire lawyers. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> right? It's like, okay, yeah, we'll pay you on this contract, but in this clause, we kind of don't have to. Why don't we settle somewhere else? And I think they were trying to get something like that. Like, hey, we, we rubbed his ass with this cream, and it is what it is. We didn't inject his joints, which is the real concern. I'm convinced, personally, that I think you just want to slather the animals in this stuff because it's anti-inflammatory, but anyways. Hey, real quick, just a local breaking news. Uh, oh. Terry Rozier has been traded oh, okay. 
from Charlotte to the Miami Heat Whoa. for Kyle Lowry and a 2027 first-round pick. I think that's good for both sides. He's obviously, I think, a lot more productive. How good is Kyle, Kyle Lowry these days? He's not, not anymore. He kind of looks like me. Yeah. He's, I was wondering. He's about 20 pounds <laughs> overweight. That he's happens. not that good. Oh, he doesn't look like me then. <laughs> is he Zan Payne? Is that what I'm hearing? It was somewhere on that spectrum, yeah. yeah. We'll talk yeah, about somewhere in between Terry Rozier and Zan Payne. I assume he's starting tonight, so we'll get into the X's and O's of oh, Zan Payne starting that. because X's and O's. Look, X's and O's is the backbone of sports talk radio in this town, and I want to make sure that when we talk game plans and those sorts of things, that we bring as much effort and detail as we possibly can. So on defense, what are they going to run tonight, Mark? Because I don't know. They don't know. Great. What are they going to run on offense? I'm not sure. Is it going to be where Sky Clark dribbles a lot and goes into the lane, jumps, and then tries to figure it out? Because I think a lot of that's going to happen. You know, the sad part is... Because I I assume that's the X, right? And then the O was the pass? Is that how that that works? (laughs) The X is like getting in the lane and jumping? Yeah, one is what we do on offense. One is what we do on defense. (laughs) One's a kiss, one's a hug. (laughs) Defense, we just... On offense, we're trying to get the other team to hug. The get fouled offense. No, look. Where did that go, by the way? That thing actually kind of worked. Yeah, just drive to the hoop. You you all suck. Just go to the hoop. No, I, I can. It went away because they're not playing Arkansas State and Pepperdine anymore. I, they, they the first half of the season, Louisville was able to get to the free throw line so much because they were playing teams that they had an ob, an obvious physical advantage over. Uh, and the question, unfortunately, I think for a lot of those games was, can Louisville play bad enough to overcome its physical advantage? And several times they did, mm. uh, evidenced by that horrible week where you lose to DePaul and Arkansas State back to back. But now in ACC play, everyone knows you, and it, it, they're all at least equal, if not better in some cases, physically in terms of just who's on the teams. And Louisville can't do that stuff. But I think that there are a number of teams who are or are fine with just playing a super up-and-down game with Louisville, knowing that they're going to score way more than Louisville will. But I do, this feels so, I, I don't even know how to feel about this. Mm. I do think they're doing better things offensively. Yes, I agree. I think that they are, I think teams are actually having to spend some time preparing for them. But I think this is the easy part. Getting skilled guys to score is easy. If not almost automatic, all you got to do is sort of set things up to where it's free and they feel empowered to do what they want to do, and you take advantage of the things that they're good at. And, and so, like, for me, the fact that maybe they've settled into something of an off- offensive uh, thing that, that should work is fine. It's mm. not nothing. Right. But for me, uh, the, the judgment of a, a coach and how he's communicating to everybody and how everyone is listening and paying attention and buying in and understands what everyone's trying to do is how anyone does on defense, and they just don't care. You know, you said something, and I hate to tangent this part of the conversation, but you said you get into conference play and people know you. Do you know what's fascinating about that? Is you're right, but intuitively you should be wrong. Because with the transfer portal and how hard, how much the rosters turn over, so obvious counterexamples of things like Michigan State or North Carolina, Kansas, whatever, where you're adding a piece or two, but you know the core. And certainly with those teams, you know what the what the philosophy is. So I understand that. You you know what you know, what a North Carolina team is going to try to do. You know how Michigan State's going to run sets, whatever. And we see it in the Big East. You know, you and I do this podcast, uh, 40 Minutes a Pod, and it's like, the, like, you go to Georgetown, like, you might lose. <laughs> you go to Creighton, you're going to lose. You know, yeah. like, you play against Marquette, they're going to beat you at your place, but lose at home? Like, I like whatever, right? And for some reason, that's conference play in college basketball. And, you know, Drew was talking this morning with, with uh, Keith Pointer, appreciate him sitting in. 
you know, about the NIL thing and do you view college athletes different? And it's that is an evergreen conversation, right? You can you can have that conversation. Um, if you're Rand Paul, you miss the unpaid athlete. If you're the average fan, I think most people have sort of gotten over it. They'd like to understand what the rules are and, you know, a little right. more transparency on what's going on with the guys and their money to these collectives and all that kind of stuff. Um, but that part hasn't changed. College basketball is still college basketball at the end of the day. It's really fascinating, frankly. It is. No, you're you're right. Part of also like the they know you part of saying that is just where it is in the year. There's so much more of you on film uh, at that's this right point. Yeah. That's that's part good of good teams have studied you. Point. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah right. they've done their homework <laughs> yeah, right. on it yeah, for sure. Exactly, yeah. uh, but I, I do look. I, I think if you wanted to, not that I I feel like I need to convince anybody uh, at this point. But if you were to sort of make the case like why this isn't working. Without like the the A one lead argument is just what they are on defense, just defensively. It's the place. It's the to me. It's the clearest place where a coach demonstrates the ability to connect with guys, to communicate a vision, you know, to enforce requirements, all that sort. Of. And it's the place where I think all sorts of tiny little things that players are supposed to do on defense. When anyone is sort of letting go of the rope, everyone suffers. And, and it's very easy to pick out who's being selfish and who isn't. All that stuff. Mm. And it's all there on defense. They've made no progress there at all. Question for you. So you mentioned Arkansas State earlier. Um, Texter, glad to know you didn't get my text yesterday. I threw myself on my bed like a teenage girl, like an ugly cried into my pillow all day. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good text. The th- were you more visually offended? By the Arkansas Arkansas State game, or the the clips of Zan Payne not even being in the video against Wake Forest, which one's more offensive visually? But because I think a full man. team effort of just failing is obviously offensive. But I made the case yesterday, and I don't know if you were listening or not. But I've never watched George Costanza in real time yeah. try to get fired from his job. A, no, it was and it felt like that. It felt like Saturday. trolling. It did. It, no, I, I I agree. It felt like trolling. This idea that Kenny doesn't know what he's doing, I think, is totally bunk. I think he absolutely knows what he's doing. I, I think it, he absolutely In knows. In what sense? Like, he knows Playing that his that, kid, oh, starting sure. his kid, yeah. his answers in press conferences, like, all those things. Yeah, because he even said, I think, after the game that he thought <laughs> Zan played pretty well or did some good things, and that's just not true. Uh, I thought it was, it was almost like instant justice that they went – over 10 minutes without the first mm. dead ball yes. so that everyone just looked like they were dying out there. But him, four minutes into it, looked like that really already. And I, I thought it was just fascinating because he put him in there at the four. Right. Which is not even where he has played him, I think, in the past uh, at all. Uh, it, look, there was nothing about the game plan, the matchup, any of that that called out for that. And, and even if it wasn't intentional, Louis. It's the it's the flailing feeling of like I'm just gonna do. He does even like the right thing wrong, right? Like I'm all right, fine. I, you, you guys want to pester me about uh, enforcing standards more, and mm. I'm gonna play somebody. Oh, I'm gonna play Zan, and then he's clearly gonna go out there and not really demonstrate anything of what anyone is looking for. Uh, the man, it's it's been really unfortunate how, just how kind of lost he seems in all this. Uh, the other part is, and and Zach and I talked about this yesterday was. If you were building for next year, what are the two things that you would see? You would All not see freshmen. Zan getting more minutes than the freshmen, yep. and you would see freshmen signed up to play here next year. 
Also true. We don't have either of those on a ledger at all for the team playing across the street. Well, and I'll uh, just to add, my friend uh, Troy yesterday tweeted this. Kenny sat at that press conference after the Kentucky game and said, yeah. I'm going to have to go to the portal because there aren't any freshmen who can come in and take minutes from the freshmen we've got now. But Zan can take minutes from right. the freshmen you've got now? Right. Find me some freshmen better than Zan. How about that? Can we just do that? Uh, yes. Yes, you can. Uh, in fact, you can. Yes. I feel like that's a doable, <laughs> yes. that's an attainable task. You can. Uh, it's actually sending down from on three, or as we call it around here, off three. Off three. What a terrible thing or something. Uh, Do you see this, Zach? Uh, CJ Stroud was given a six-figure donation to the foundation. He sure has. Because, of course, it's called the foundation. The foundation. That's Is right. that What's more annoying, Michigan in general or the the thing? It's the, right? It's the, okay. yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Let's check. Well, I'd agree with you guys, but we'd all be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, texter asking how I got Mark out of bed. The question isn't if Mark gets out of bed. It's if Mark wants to sit and look at me. That's a different and be around the smell and the, the, the stuff. No, the question and, is, know. do I want to put on pants? It's not about looking at anybody. Uh, in any day where I can do this and not have to wear pants, I'm in. More Pants Talk next. Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. Listening to Rebeau and Co. here on ESPN 680 1057. Now, here's Louis Rebeau. This is the neighborhood I filled up my car in at 4 30 in the morning on the way to the, re- the airport in LAX. Yeah, that, very that's, nice. That's, it's a real thing. Uh, nothing says two white dads in their 40s like that song. Welcome back in Rebeau and Co. here. ESPN 680 1057. It's actually white moms that like that stuff more. Yeah, that's right. It totally is. That's it right. really is. It's the, the SUV. That's the SUV anthem. That's it. Um, I don't know if you can find a. An on loop, you know, no words addition to that song. And just play that in the background for the rest of my show and confuse John Sherva. Don't do that. Yeah, um, no, I, I looked it up. There is a 10 hour version. Oh my God. <laughs> do you know what that means? I We need to be very clear about this. I, and I have a follow up story to this. That means that someone uses that at white noise to sleep at night. Somebody does. Oh, that's 100%. 100%, 100%, 100% yes, that's right. That's right. Second thing. So, buddy of mine, this is back probably 15 years ago or whatever, when you still had limits on how much like data you could download on your phone. So, he goes on vacation with his wife, and they're in the hotel room, and you've been in this spot. Hotels with kids is a disaster. It sucks. No one sleeps enough. That's right. There's no space. Your wife's in one of the beds with a kid. You're in the another bed with a kid. There's a kid on the floor. Someone's on a couch. Whatever. <laughs> And he's like, oh, just these kids can't sleep. She goes, you know what I'll do? I'll turn on white noise on my phone. I've got it on my phone. 
and we'll turn it up and, and it'll just at least silence out the room. And he's like, perfect, great. Do you not use white noise? Okay. I, oh, I, oh, 100%. I yeah, use yeah. it my, for fan. like fans, yes. yeah, 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 especially when it's cold because you don't want to actually turn By it on the way, real this fan. is not me judging anyone. No, Louis, it's called instrumental. Thank you, Texture. I, I know, I know. I just. Shite. Um, I was trying to not use that word because I use it with Avery so much that I feel like it got retired when Dan retired. Hmm, anyway, fair. Anyways, um, the because <laughs> we're not an instrumental show anymore. We don't do that. You understand me? We use the words. We cuss at you if we need to. You understand? The we don't do that. No, it's true. The if the SEC is listening, one of the three people that works there. The um, FCC, excuse me. The it goes off at like three in the morning. He's like, oh, is your, you need to plug your phone in. She goes. Oh, no, I don't know. And he looks, and she pulled up the YouTube. And so she was just downloading data for like five, six hours oh. on her phone at a time when there were limits on data. And it's like April 3rd. <laughs> so he's stuck the rest of the month, the month. because his wife didn't oh. know the difference between a white noise app and downloading it from YouTube and like that being a problem and like not turning on the Wi-Fi on her phone. Man, we used to have it rough. <laughs> Used to have it rough. Used to measure your internet by hours. And this is obviously before there was like Wi-Fi in hotels. Oh, you didn't even think about it, right? Right. I remember back when they first introduced the ability to have internet on a plane. And dudes were like, no, I want the four hours to be disconnected. Don't take that from me. (laughs) And now people are like, what do you mean there's no internet on this plane, you peasant airline? Like, I mean, that's legitimately how people look at it so just a massive shift but my buddy man he just um it's uh you know man i'm getting crushed this morning apparently i'm just filling the the text line with ass cream and being in bed with a kid how about that um is there anything to glean from the game tonight uh let's talk x's and o's duke comes in um they've got uh filipowski and some other players they score the ball really well okay um that involves by the way people holding the ball in their hands and then uh, trajectories matter and projectiles and these things where the ball goes at the net. I hope like three people on the text line know what I'm doing right now. I hope there are like three that saw what you had to go through and are understanding what I'm doing right now talking X's and O's. I doubt it. So you want to lay it out for folks? I don't. So, um, sure. no, it's not that kind of show. Uh, you don't learn things listening to Rabo and Co. That's not, that's what the drive I disagree. Is for. <laughs> I disagree. I learn things all the time. From Zach. Uh, <laughs> The um, is there something to learn tonight? What can they do tonight outside of winning? Obviously, that would make us think. Deposit. <laughs> well, I mean, winning. Do we would, regret? Do we regret? Does he regret that? That no. I think he did that, that on purpose. I okay. think he used that phrase, that turn of phrase, on purpose. Did WDRB recommend it to him? No, no, no. I I think we got a little insight into into what he's been how thinking he and how he's been talking about it. Uh, but he he made this. I I thought it was kind of a shrewd move on Josh's part to say it that way because he's he made this transactional because Kenny's really made this transactional. You know, I'm I'm going to be totally reclusive. There's going to be no connection here. It's, we're either going to win or we're going to lose. And Josh is like, fine. If this is a bank account, it's a bank account. Put some money in it. Got it. Uh, but I, I think the the unfortunate thing about this far into Kenny's tenure is you can't assume uh, that anything you see in one game is going to carry forward to any other game. Or so play you, to play. I mean, like, even perhaps half to half. Right. So if you're asking me, can they do anything tonight that would be counted as a, they could win, uh, but then it'd be like, well, we'll see. Because they beat Miami, and then like the the effort after that looks nothing like Miami from then forward. If they if they were to beat Duke tonight, you'd right. just be like, well. They, they, be, well, they right. beat Duke tonight, right. and then that's 
that's really it. Duke has literally a single statistical profile flaw. They get their shots blocked. That's it. Mm. If you look on Ken Palm, like every little subcategory of advanced stat metric is green, except for red for blocked shot percentage when they have the ball. Mm. They get 13% of their shots blocked, which is a ton. That is a lot. But that's it. Does Louisville block shots? They do not. Well, the good news for Duke then is that Zan Payne will play 17 minutes and he didn't have any blocks in the last game. I'm doing X's and O's. Uh, Well, listen. (laughs) I'll say this. When it comes to Zan. Zan. Hey, I asked this question yesterday. Okay. And Biscuit kind of got on me like, are you crazy? And I'm I'm going to stand by it. Reminds Is it about me, apples? I think you should leave. Like, I stand by it. Anyway. <laughs> it's a good idea. I stand by it. Uh, which is a great skit, by the bleep way. Bleep you. Bleep you. You're uh, cool. Bleep you. Yeah, keep going. All right. So <laughs> I said I did not think that Zan would start tonight mm. against Duke. And what I meant by that was that I, I thought that this wasn't some sort of studied move by by Kenny that was like the result of anything tangible I think he just is kind of rubbing people's noses in it mm. and, and and I didn't because I didn't think it was meritorious at all that there was no reason to keep sure. it up sure, sure, sure. and he's done this in the past Tyler's just going to be in the starting line then he's not and and other players are going to be in the starting line then they're not and we don't really know why Hersey Miller's just going to randomly be in the starting lineup then he's not going to be in the starting lineup you know that sort of thing I I've, and Biscuit was like no he's going to be and I don't I bet he isn't and, and I don't really know what's worse that he <laughs> wouldn't be and it was just like one stupid game or that he would be and you're, like, you're really going to persist with this like you can't win either way here but was, I, where do you think? He was asking the question. It was in the post game. It was something like, I just want decent players or something. Like, it was like an offensive. I don't remember that. Offensive turn of phrase. You played it for me, man. I, I forget what it was, but it was essentially, why did you play Zane? Oh, yeah. Paul Rogers asked, why did you start Zane? I feel like I have to ask. And his answer was something like, oh, I just want someone out there that's competent. What? Oh, yeah. You got to find that sound that for can't me, please. Right. Oh, Here's my, I'm not calling you a liar. I'm saying that's... No, no, I understand. Here's, here's my follow-up to that. Should Aiden McCool start? He wants to be here. He's on the end of the bench cheering. The thing that stood out in the Miami game was that Aiden McCool was standing for every basket they made because he knew he wasn't blocking anyone because no one goes to University of Miami basketball games. But that guy's at the end of the bench excited and into it. Do you have it? Go ahead and play this sound. This is him after the game. Paul asked, why did you start Zan? Well, I knew that we had to defend. Um, I thought that, you know, Zan could come in, the same with Hersey, the same with D'Lo, the same with whoever I put in the lineup, and just give me solid minutes defensively. Thought he did a decent job. Um, I say it all the time, if you got a jersey on your back, I'm not afraid to put you in there and let you play. Um, again, I don't need guys to knock it out the park. I need guys to be solid on the defensive end, make shots hard, talk, communicate, and react to what's going on on the court. That's not really hard to do. All right, so I went to a basketball game yesterday. My sixth grader son played, okay? And the coach, I think, has two very good rules, and they are very close to things that I tried to emphasize when I coached second and fourth grade basketball. The first one is take smart shots. If you're open and it's within your range, take the shot, okay? Little kids, for some reason, really don't want to miss shots. And so they pass like like they they pass a lot, of, or at least on my kids' team. Okay, and the other one is stay between the basket and the and the ball. Essentially, is the only rule on defense. Like just stay in the way, which with little kids makes sense. It feels like KP's a level below that. 
But he said Zan did a good job on defense. What does Mark Ennis say to that? Uh, he, that's, it's not true. I mean, like we, we've watched it. And look, I, I didn't – man, Louis, this is so hard to do. And it almost feels like he put Zan in this position on purpose. But it's – don't you agree that like there is a balancing – like the, the delicacy involved in wanting to rip that move, but it's his son who is a walk-on, and it feels a little meat-shieldy to me to have done this. Mm. Uh, like you want to criticize the walk-on son, right? Yeah, I do because he wasn't good at all. But he, but you know, what's worse that the walk-on son couldn't defend, or that nobody else could? Like we can't. They made one hundred and fifty-five thousand threes in that game, and never did anything differently. And you know what blows me? Like, there's. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm, I know. I'm bottled. No, you're game. fine. I'm bottled. You're fine. Go ahead. You're good. How come no one's ever mad? This is what I want to know. A year and a half of atrocious basketball. How has he never how, broken a podium? How has he never, I mean, anything. Right? I'm talking about players. Oh, oh. How come not, we can't get two players fighting with each other over who should have been guarding who? Right. No one even cares enough to be mad about this. Hmm. And it's plain on all of their faces. And the, the quote after the game that we've got to be uh, better on, if we could just get better at these two things. Transition? Good God. It's like, if we could just get better at passing. Like, if we could just get better at transition and talking on defense. And he and actually said, even if it's in your DNA to be quiet, you have to talk on defense. Kenny, is it possible that the players who have watched you model utter stone silence at everybody can't find it within themselves to talk when you don't, when that's exactly what you model for them? Uh, all of this is fair. And and the other part of this, by the way, that I haven't heard anyone mention. Do you know why you have to play Zanpain? Because you didn't go get players. No. And you told us you were going to do that last year. When when people asked at the end of the year, are you going to make a coaching change? And you laughed because you, you told and then responded with, I have the best staff in the country. When someone asked, hey, how's your job status? Have you had that conversation with your boss? And you laugh. Why would I have that conversation? And you tell us you're going to build in the portal. With what? With the five stars you already have? Marky's got multiple five stars on this team, um, multiple, and and I, how does Trey White get worse? This is what I don't understand about this kind of stuff. How does he go from playing at USC and and understanding the basics of basketball to showing up here and just doesn't get it, just doesn't get it? They're not ma- they're not uh, required to get it. They're, they aren't they aren't forced to get it. You know, they're, they're, right. there's not an enforcement angle. That that lays out for you. This is why. This is how we're going to do things. And if you don't, you're not going to play. Uh, and it it is. It's funny. I never thought about this with before Bobby Petrino. I think I've talked about with you before. 2018, talking to players and players' parents when when everything's melting down sure. for Bobby. They they all said this independently. I was I, I was just I wasn't ready for it at all. That they would say, you know, one of the things that really frustrated my son was. He never knew what it took to play. Yeah, right, 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 right. And I, I think you could probably say the same thing with Kenny. Like, I don't really know what you're going for, that it's obvious why this person plays and why this person doesn't. Sure. When you sort of you allow things from this person, but you can't bring yourself to put this person on the floor, but look at the person in front of him, what they give you. You can't put that person out there? Or you, I, I don't understand, and no one does. It's not, you can't work backwards from the play to what he's trying to accomplish. Right.
No, I, I think that's right. Uh, texter asking about your job status here. No, he's good. He's good. Same texter wants to know, do you think the DePaul of coach who got fired is looking at Louisville like, hey, what the hell? <laughs> like That Kenny still has a job. Oh, well, yeah. I've been... I think a lot of people... Look, I said it yesterday, like and, and I've, I've gotten some confirmation on the sex line today. I, I, I think the guy's dragging the World Series trophy through the parking lot right now and doing donuts. I think that's what he's doing. That's what pl- starting Zampain is. I think he is I really do think uh, pouting out the string. There's yeah. no question. And it's little things. It's, hey, we're not going to do a weekly... Pre- we're not going to do a weekly local media thing. Before the Duke game, we're just going to do the coach's teleconference, and that's it. Like, All right. Man, this is Louisville. I'm going to read five texts in a row here. And I'm going to give no comments on any of them. I'm just going to read them. Four three seven nine six eighty. Keep them coming. You guys are doing a great job. Louis, I've reached the point of insanity with this basketball team. I keep watching, expecting different results. Uh, texter, thank God Denny isn't alive to see this. Um, mm-hmm. Texter, uh, translation from uh, from KP. I need warm human flesh on the court. He's got options. That's this part. And I know the texture's not doing this, but play the freshman. If you're going to lose, let them figure it out. At least they'll try Do to learn something. something from it. Or or give the 17 minutes to a kid whose life is still ahead of him on the basketball court. Don't give to Zan Payne who's playing his... That's the longest shift of basketball he's going to play the rest of his life. In an organized basketball game. Period. Conversation over. There is no next level of basketball for Zan Payne on the court. He might be a coach. I don't know. He might be a nice guy. I don't know. I don't know. I think the nice, but, the nice guy uh, rhetoric, by the way, or, or the whatever you, trope... It's totally worn off. Taking a little bit of a beating here yeah. with, with things like this. Correct. No question. No question. Uh, texture, if uh, Zan starts tonight, the fans will boo him out of the building, both coach and son. Uh, texture, if Rick had a team that uh, gave that performance, he would have <laughs> taken out his hanger on the podium. Uh, yeah, no, that's right. Um, I, the difference actually with Rick, if the guys were performing like this, is, and Paul Rogers has told these stories, they wouldn't. Yeah. They would. That's a great answer. That's the difference. Yeah, Be- right? Well, right. Because it's not like this performance sprung up out of Correct. nowhere. It is the fruit. It is the performance. That's it's the fruit of yes. everything that they do every day. Mike Leach used to have this uh, uh, saying. I, I've watched a lot of po- like post game press conferences with him and that sort of thing, where he would tell us guys after they win, they beat LSU. You guys beat LSU on Tuesday. You beat them on Wednesday when we did this. And you know what? Then we came to this game, and it was right here, and you all knew exactly what to do, and you did it. Can't say that about these guys. And one of the things that goes— They've been losing to these teams all year. Yes, and one of the things that flies against Kenny in any of these kinds of arguments is people around here get to watch it in other sports. They watched a very organized football team this year. They watched Jeff Walls coach basketball, and they know there's a plan. They know exactly what the women's team's trying to do. There's an urgency. To a person, yeah. they know exactly what they're doing. There's an team. urgency. There's an intentionality. Wow. There's a plan, no question. and there is uh, a competence to it all uh, that that gives you confidence, and then the results yes. are what I, they are. I don't watch U of L women's games beginning to end. I don't. I'll put that out there first to before this comment. But if I tune in and they're on, I'll watch five six minutes. They look the same every time. I know what I'm looking for when I watch a Jeff Walls coach team. Period. Conversation over. I know exactly what I'm doing. By the yep. way, Sofro texts in, uh, I hate to be this guy. This is the oldest man text we've gotten on the text I've line never today. known anyone who says that who hates to be that guy. That's a lie. I hate to be that guy. You love it. Oh, Sofro loves being that guy. Yeah, yeah no. right. Um, is there any chance NIL that has, a lie. <laughs> NIL made it with uh, L basketball, uh, soul-crushing losing day in and out, doesn't matter because you still get paychecks? Was, is there any chance with those guys like that, that there just happens to be a group on this team right now 
that cares about the paychecks, not about the team. I mean, my you, only my only rebuttal to that would be why are they playing hard at every other school? I mean, what what do you imagine the NIL budget is for Kentucky basketball compared to Louisville? No, oh, I, I have I don't have the first clue. But they're in the top ten. Sure, I would think so. Right. I mean, no, no, no. But what I'm saying is, like in in the rankings, like sure. they're playing like a top ten team. Yeah. If this were true, like Big Z would get minutes, and Aaron Bradshaw would be like, you know what? Oh, my ankle hurts. I don't think he's going to do that. I, I I think that you know. I, so it's it's not an NIL thing. It's a culture thing. Period. No question. And I I would just add that, put that on the same pile with saying, like, how can these guys never fight? You know, I I think it's it's five individuals on the floor at all times. There there isn't a team element to almost anything that they do. Uh, Texter KP spent all his time at UK being the good cop to Cal's bad cop. I think it's just the way he is. Is there any any parts of that that you think is true? Yeah. Where the the move a a chair over is just not for him? Yeah, I think, Kenny, uh, you you want like a global analysis, uh, uh, Dr. Phil, this? I think he uh, thought he was going to be revolutionary. He was going to be the first head coach that's a good cop. Mm. You know, and he was going to do it that way. I think the way he talked about it last year a little bit was like, I'm going to coach these guys with love, like, you know, that, that sort of thing. And he has not changed from that. But it's the, the the error is not in thinking that that can work. The error is in thinking that what he does is love. Mm. It is enabling. It is not love. Letting these guys play bad basketball every day, over and over and over again. That is not. That's not loving to them. You, you don't actually care about them. You just don't want to have any confrontations with them. Yeah, uh, Texter uh, Carolina's rolling in the ACC. They smoked Wake Forest in the second half last night. They are very good. And it makes UK's win against them look even better. At the really hundred, yep. the, the North Carolina is extremely impressive. Yep. Uh, Texter Rozier and Butler is a problem for the East. They're going to be very good. I agree. Uh, thank you for texting that in because I, oh, I, yeah. I, that's a trade. This is this is by the way why Miami is always good. Is trades like this? A guy like Rozier is really going yes. to benefit from being there. No, that's question. a shrewd move. No question. Yep. Uh, Texter, <laughs> UNC seemed to be prepared for Wake shooters. <laughs> Uh, these are obviously for the show across the hall, which is awesome. Uh, Texter, if you want to see a team, watch Carolina play the starters. Evan Ingram is hyping the bench after every play. I, all of these things add up. Uh, Texter, all right, let's get to a break here. Come back, do a quick uh, a quick segment to close out the hour. I am trying to find it, but there is, man, I'm trying to remember his name. The Boston College coach who was there for a very, Skinner? Al Skinner was there for like a while, wasn't he? Yeah. When he got fired. Bob Ryan wrote a column about how lazy he was in the Boston Globe that is one of the all-time coach takedowns. It's all factual. There's no opinions. It's just total factual. And I want to ask the question, who writes that at the end of this season? We'll do it next here at ESPN 680-1057. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Oh, 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 oh. Come on. Ha, sicker than your average. Hop a twist, cabbage off 
think, don't think, stink, pink gators, my Detroit players, Tim's for my hooligans in Brooklyn, dead right, if the head right, Biggie there, and I, Papa been smooth since days of under- You are listening to Rabo and Co. here on ESPN 680-1057. Now, here's Louis Rabo. Ah, yes, your mom's favorite sports talk radio show. It is Rabo and Co. here, ESPN 680-1057. Alongside Zach Cantrell, I'm Louis Rabo, hanging out with you at Radio Louis, at ESPN 680, at your boy ZC. You can find Mark Ennis at Mark Ennis, as well as sits across from me every Tuesday morning here uh, in the ESPN Louisville studios. You can hear Mark on his show, uh, The Drive, with Mark Ennis, 3 to 6 on 93.9 across the hall. Do you have a full show today, or are you a 5.30 show We're today? a 5.30 show today for a 7 o'clock tip, so a little uh, shorter while Jeff Wall's on. Lee, we're going to sit in oh, okay. for the second half uh, a little bit, so it's uh, Luke's uh, back up in Bristol. Yeah, right, right. So uh, we uh, we let him do that, and we, we, <laughs> we carry on. I like that you let him. Yeah. It's very kind of you. Um, the... The difference between hanging out with Luke Hancock and Mark Lieberman, they're both like geeky basketball guys. I think what's great about the two of them is they both enjoy asking me to ask the other one about a thing that embarrasses the other one. <laughs> so I'm constantly That's just awesome. taking this what ball a great in between. back and forth. Lieberman said to ask you about this. Luke said to ask you about this. Well, tell him I said to keep doing you know. And it's always they're just busting each other's balls through me. It's pretty fun. Oh, man, that's fantastic. I, um, I'm i trying to find this Bob Ryan story. I found, like, it's from 2010. So it's one of these that's, like, on the Internet, it's not very easy to uh, find these sorts of older articles and that sort of stuff. But essentially, you know, it, he just he talked about, like, when the guy showed up to work. And it was, like, noon. Can you imagine being a D1 high level? Like, Boston College, I get it. We make fun of Boston College around here. I get it. But like, you have the BC job. <laughs> like, that's a good job. You're making a million dollars. Like, you can show up. And to be successful there, you're going to have to work more, not less. Correct. And um, so I think what people don't know is his best years, do you know who his top assistant was? Was Ed Cooley. I did not know that. So how about that? Um, so the other thing that's happening on the text line today, and I have to I have to address it with you. Okay. I am not into... I can't wait to hear what this is. Lots of questions about it. I'm not into what? Oh, Tommy, uh, 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 coaching searches. I I just, uh, I'm not there yet. I'll I'll do it when it's time. But apparently this Arizona brouhaha is largely about Tommy Lloyd. Oh, there's the face from Mark Ennis. Um, Is this a job that, that Tommy Lloyd would be interested in? Serious question. And is Arizona a better job or a worse job than Louisville right now? Right now. I don't think it is. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think that it is. I, because look, Big 12, I, I Tucson. Don't, I don't think Kenny is rather is chipping away at the core of this job. Why? Uh, because 1,800 more people came when they just beat Miami. Uh, this is organized. Uh, people are still getting mad. Uh, I'm not having – they're right. not – Right. Like, I'm not having to scrounge. When he said the uh, this is your one thing, the phones, we were getting calls before I came on the air. We haven't even talked about that today. What's there to say? He's wrong. Like, it's an, it's an asinine thing to say. I would have fired him after he said it. If I'm Josh Hurd, you put my name on, your one didn't count. I didn't tell you that. You're fired. I can't have a coach who thinks his results don't matter. I would have fired him the next day. What if Hurd did tell him that? Uh, I would have a big problem with him too. What I would have it? a problem with that. And uh, what I, if, what I if, don't believe that Josh is Josh can't make those comments in December to Eric about there haven't been enough of those deposits and he's going to be our coach heading into the new year and stuff. If this was year one in his mind, I don't believe he said that. And I think Kenny went any out chance, of his, any chance conversations before he takes the job, he gets the sense of that's being true. 
don't worry about year one, dude. Well, we know you're going to build it in year two and three. No. He, no? Okay. I, I don't think, not from above him. Around him, maybe. Because Payne talked very explicitly about, tell me the worst case scenario. Now, I've made the joke on this show. Kenny then said, hold my beer. I'm going to make it worse than whatever the worst case scenario was from Josh Hurd. Um, but Kenny is, is known to go rogue on messaging. The Karan Davis thing was not what anyone wanted him to say. I know that. Like, the, those sorts of things happen with him. Uh, so, no, I, I don't think that that's the case really at all. I, I, I don't. I think Kenny is extremely insulated and also doesn't listen. Do you think he's meeting with Hurd on the regular? No. Why? Uh, because I think what Josh is doing is making sure no one can accuse him of having any fingerprints on the murder weapon. Wow. Okay. Like, that's what I think. I think he's like, I'm going to let you do exactly what you want to do until I'm not. And then it's over. No one's going to accuse me of interfering with, submarining, any of this stuff. Cutting the legs out, nothing. You want to keep the same staff? Fine. You think they're like not sitting together on the plane, that kind of stuff? Honestly, Honest question. I don't know. I doubt it because I I, I okay. doubt that Josh wants to look like he's hovering. Yeah, okay. And, and it's just I I want to be innocent of of any question about what I've done here besides support you and let you do it exactly the way you want to do it. And I I don't blame him for taking that tag. I don't. Um, texter lack of competitiveness by uh, the U of L team is glaring. Uh, this is uh, texter hangs out with us a lot. Appreciate you four three seven nine six eighty on our UPS jobs text line. Uh, KP is one in six in games decided by three or fewer points. 0-10 in games decided by 13 to 19 points and 1-12 in 20-plus point margin games. Um, I think it was Blanket Baker that said those were the games that, that, that eventually with Crum that were so embarrassing to Louisville as a program that, that forced the change, essentially. And he had like three of them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that I is, mean, they're not, the scale is unbelievable, Mark. It's unbelievable. That, that is one element that uh, hopefully, you know, a quick turnaround under somebody else will, will bring some of that back. But it, I, I don't know how to make people feel in the, while it's happening, the weight of how often, not that they're losing, because we know that's happening, that they're down by 23. Louisville should never be down 23. To anyone, right? And we ought to we remember it when it happened in previous years because of just how out of character it was. But on the reg, they're down by 15, 18, 22 mm. to teams that don't have any business having anyone down by that much. And I think that that texture is a hundred percent right. And it's just hard to maintain the sensitivity to that sort of thing in the moment. But it's far, far too often they're getting bludgeoned by people, not just losing. Uh, texture, this is still a better job. Then Arizona, wild and rabid fan base is uh, lying just beneath the surface, ready to go crazy once things get back to normal. Correct. And I want to be clear about something. I got accused the other day of of posting uh, when I do these FOIA requests for the the attendance. By the way, I do those so that other guys at this station don't have to do them. It's one of the reasons. I don't mind being out there being the FOIA guy. Um, but part of it is I just I, I live in this town and my tax dollars pay for that damn arena, so I want to know how many people are in it. Um, you're right about the post Miami bump. Yeah, I mean, literally, they show up once, and then eighteen hundred people show up. Um, the other part is to just show. <laughs> only a couple of years ago, under Chris Mack, twenty one thousand people were in the stands. Yeah. I mean, that's really the big difference here. And it's not like Chris Mack was inspiring all kinds of confidence or was great with the media. <laughs> right? That's not that's not the case. He, we just knew what they were trying to do. Not everybody loved his defense, but you knew what it was. That's right. Uh, you knew what the plan was, at least. Um, texture, do-do-do-do-do-do. <laughs> this is my favorite. Um, 
Uh, pain is a Tom Jurich plant to ruin Louisville basketball and Josh Hurd. I, I <laughs> wish those kinds of things were real. My job would be so much more interesting if I was trying to crack cases and I had the red string on the wall. You know what? Hey, you know what's good about that text? Is okay. It is uh, an example of many people feeling this is so bad. It has to be a sabotage. Yeah, it right. has to have. Has to be. It has to be something else than just a blunder, right? It has to be something political. Or incompetence or something, right. Or yes, it right. has to be some sort of sabotage or it, right, something like that. It can't just be. Incompetence, right. There, wasn't a gr- there weren't a lot of great options and we thought it might work and it's not. Like, it's got to be. There has to have been more than that. Right. Uh, to, and I understand, like, when it's, when it's this catastrophic, you, surely no one can. It's, it's more comfortable to people to have that story than they just really blew it. No one likes that because there's no one you can really hold accountable for that. Mark, I'm going to let you go because I got to talk to to journalists. I have to do that. You understand me? <laughs> Not you. I got to talk journalists. to journalists. Real journalists. <laughs> fine, fine. Louis. Tell people what you're going to talk about on your show today, Mark. X's and O's, baby. <laughs> X's and O's. He's Mark Edison. He's on the drive over on 93.93-6. I appreciate you very much. By the way, Texters, I hope I got to many, many more of yours today. Thanks for thanks for being part of the first hour. John Sherva is going to join us next. He's with the LA Times. He covers horse racing for them. Obviously, Baffert dropped his appeal uh, of a derby decision with uh, Medina Spirit. We will talk about that with him. Uh, John and I are old friends, but we are... I don't know if you are lucky, Mark, like I am, where I have people that I, I get to do this general podcast radio whatever blogging whatever with people that i don't agree with but i really like yeah it's one of the cool parts about this job is you get to meet people who think differently about sport life politics whatever but you do this with you know you do the sports thing and it's that that weird unifier right it sure. really is and I, I love that about that and john's one of these guys for sure so we'll talk to him next here Rabo, espn 680 1057